is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show this week. We'll talk to two players ahead set to depart for the World Under-18 Hockey Championship in Texas. Seattle Thunderbirds forward Connor Roulette coming up in moments. Also, Prince George Cougars goaltender Tyler Brennan, two of ten from the WHL who will play for the Red and White. Also, the 2005-born WHL draft class continues to make waves this season. The 15-year-olds already impact players in the league with several teams. Zach Hodder is the WHL's manager of player development, and he knows the age group well. We'll talk about some of the standouts and just what this experience may lead to down the road. First up. Seattle Thunderbirds standout 17-year-old Connor Roulette is set to represent Canada at the IIHF World Under-18 Hockey Championships in Texas uh, later this month. Connor, hey, that's quite the honor uh, to make a Team Canada, and now you have to quarantine and get set for another international tournament here. You must be pretty excited about it. Yeah, obviously, um, when you get that announcement there, and um, you know you get to go represent Canada, obviously, it's your honor, and um, you know, I was really looking forward to that, and I think it's gonna have, gonna have a lot of fun and just getting ready to meet the guys and um, get out there and play hockey. You'll play with uh, ten others from the WHL who were selected to play in that team, including your your goaltender there in Seattle, Thomas Millich. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah. When, when I first found out there that he was gonna be there, I mean, I'm kind of a little giggle because uh, we played with each other at the U17 and uh, we didn't really tell each other or let each other know until they announced the team. Yet we were seeing each other every day so um yeah and all the guys that were you know selected from the whl are all great players and um you know guys that i'm not used to being around or ever kind of talked with so it'd be nice to kind of meet them and um you know represent the whl and just go out there and um, represent canada as well Okay, so let's go back to what you just said. So I know the players usually get a heads up a few days before the announcement. So you both knew you were on that team, yet you you kept a pretty straight face and didn't say anything to the other. Yeah, like uh, they kind of just said, just kind of keep it on the down low, and um, obviously it's kind of just um, you know you're kind of used to just doing that. And um, I, I wasn't really sure that he made a team until we did a uh, team Zoom call and seen him on there. So it was pretty <laughs> funny, but. Uh, I I, I kind of knew from the start that if um, they were going to choose anyone, it'd be him. He's a great, great kid and great goalie, and you know I, I think he, he deserves it as much as everyone else on the team does. And um, it's pretty pretty funny there. Yeah, well, good on you for keeping that secret. That's tough here, especially with a teammate across the room here. So right on, <laughs> uh, Connor. You're uh, it's tough though. Another quarantine, and and you have to also leave your your Thunderbirds. And you guys are an exciting young group there, and you're having a a good season as we speak here. So it's probably a little bit bittersweet on that side. Yeah, um, obviously, just the quarantine part. Obviously, not fun. Um, so many so many times the summer spent quarantining and before the season and all that, but. Obviously, it's it's for a good cause, and obviously the guys on my team are supporting me, and they're all happy for me and Millage to go out there and represent Canada, and um, you know they're all proud of us. And I know I know what you know us leaving the team. It's it, it, you know it's I know the boys are going to do good, and they're going to keep pushing for the season. And uh, I know there's a lot of guys on the team that will probably be watching the games, and you know so far I've been really supportive about it. And obviously we're going to miss them, but um, you know it's just those kind of adversity things you got to take, but. You know, it's going to be a fun tournament. and me and Melissa are looking, really looking forward to being there and playing. All right, so how do you get through another quarantine? You're, you're probably so good at them. Uh, you've probably worn out all your, uh, your go-tos to kill some time here, but any quarantine tips that you can pass on? 
Uh, I know we'll be doing a lot of like Zoom calls and calls like that, so that'll kind of pass some time. But uh, I guess if, if there is some off time, probably find a new movie to binge or a new TV show. I, I watched, uh, I rewatched The Mandalorian like three times. So I'll probably have to find a new new show to watch there. And um, obviously, there's a lot of um, you know gadgets and stuff like that that they invented nowadays. I have my laptop and all things like that, so I can you know play games or kind of just find ways to pass time and. Um, you know, I got a lot of schoolwork and a book I got to read. So, you know, it won't be too hard, especially when you're used to all this, all these different types of quarantining. So, um, you know, it's, it, it won't be too bad, but uh, it's never fun. Good on you for going through another one here for sure, Connor, to represent Canada. But only, not only that, like this is a highly scouted event. And, you know, sure, there's a, a shortened season of the WHL. We're trying to see how many games we can get in here and, and give exposure to some of these uh, draft eligible players. Uh, but you'll get down to this tournament and I'm sure that'll be highly scouted. So from a personal standpoint here, that's probably a good experience for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously it's, it does put a little pressure on it, but at the same time, we're, we're all there for the same thing, and um, we all have one common goal, and that's to go there and, you know, win the tournament and, um, you know, just represent Canada as best as we can. And obviously there's going to be those that little bit of, uh, you know, nerves when you think of how many, you know, the exposure we're going to get. But obviously we're all there for the same reason. And uh, like I said, we're just going to go there and play our games out, and I think that, ex- that itself will help us a lot with, you know, just uh, – the individual standpoint of the, you know, the draft, uh, the scouts watching and all that. So um, I know a lot, a lot of the guys on the team too are probably thinking the same thing. We're, we all have the same common goal and, um, you know, we're going to go there and work as that, that unit to get that. You know, Connor, uh, you sort of have a, a unique story as far as your minor hockey goes. Uh, before we started this interview, I was mentioning how I, I saw you first at uh, the Western Canadian Bantam Championships. You were playing uh, with the Winnipeg Hawks, I believe, at the time. Uh, and you're one of the rare, I guess, top picks that you know didn't go to an academy. I mean, you played through the, the minor hockey system in Winnipeg, and that seemed to be pretty good for you. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I always just kind of stayed locally, just whatever team that was by my house, I guess. Um, I always just wanted to play with, you know, guys that I loved playing with. And, um, you know, just from when I started, when I was seven and eight, when I first started playing, you know, competitive hockey, um, the guys that I played with from seven and eight, I played with until I was 15, just before the WHL. So, um, you know, it just comes from that having fun kind of standpoint of view, being with the guys I love playing with and the guys I'm used to playing with. And um, obviously, I you know, I never, I never did not looked at going to academy. Obviously, there were couple of schools and you know things that i wanted to do but um you know i couldn't just leave my leave my teammates and buddies like that so i always kind of stayed local and played with them and um you know it's kind of the same road as some of the other players that have been to that those organizations um you know it's kind of like shout out to the you know nolan patrick cody glass mark stone we all played on the same teams that i kind of grew up playing with so obviously when you know those players that play with that you kind of want to follow those guys footsteps so it's kind of what I just kind of stuck with and just playing uh, the teams that kind of closest to my house and where I was able to be with my family and all my best friends. Wow, great story. That's awesome to hear that you stuck with it there uh, in Winnipeg here. Hey, Connor, you're about to join another team, though, uh, after you get through another quarantine here that starts uh, this weekend. Good luck with Canada uh, here representing our nation and, uh, and a great tournament here coming up in Texas. And thanks for making time for us here on WHL This Week. Thank you. This is the WHL This Week, presented by Bauer Hockey.
Prince George Cougars goaltender Tyler Brennan will join Roulette and Team Canada, one of two goaltenders from the WHL to make the squad. Voice of the Cougars, Fraser Rogers, has more. How does that feel to be part of Team Canada uh, later this month? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting, and it's it's always an honor to be named to any, anything kind of related with, with Team Canada, Hockey Canada, and just to be able to put that jersey on in Dallas is something I'm really looking forward to. Not the first time you played for Team Canada, World Under-17 Challenge, of course, but it's probably fair to say this is like the biggest tournament for your age group so far. This is the one I'm sure you've circled for a while. Is this something you've been working toward? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, U17 was just a step in the right direction and obviously a lot of hard work to get there and a lot of hard work to get to where I am now. But yeah, I think that uh, U17 tournament really just kind of gave me a taste of what it, what it takes and what you have to do to get to the next level. And these are just a couple steps to where I want to get to, so it's pretty important for me. You're a year away still from your draft, given that you're a late birth year in, in late September, but uh, how important is this for you just to play in this tournament? Because it's a big scouting tournament, we know that. A lot of NHL attention will be on this tournament. Is that exciting, knowing that you're going to have that much attention and be exposed to that many teams? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a big tournament pretty much around the world, so there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of people there watching, and I just want to go there and show my talent and show them what, I, what I'm made of and just go there and play some good hockey. What do you want to do? You talk about, you know, show yourself. Are you striving to be the number one? Is that the next step now that you made the roster? Has there been discussions how your role is going to be with the team? Has that even come up yet? Uh, no, it hasn't came up yet. Obviously, uh, my goal is to be the number one there. Just got to work for it, show them uh, when we get into the first couple of practices that, uh, that I'm there to play and I want to be the number one. What what is your feelings leading up to this right now? Yeah, I'm definitely excited. Uh, I don't think uh, the nerves really kicked in yet. I feel like those might come as time passes, but uh, I'm definitely excited and I'm proud to to play there. And I guess uh, you could say I'm just overly excited at this point. Have you talked to Taylor Gochi about it all? He obviously played in that tournament uh, a couple years ago and was over in Sweden. Have you uh, asked him about? His expectations, uh, his experiences. Have you asked him for any advice yet? Uh, yeah, I talked to uh, to Goat a little bit, and he just kind of gave me how his experience was, and he said it was lots of fun, and just go there and play some hockey. So I'm pretty excited for that, and he, he made it sound like it, it's ran very well, and it's just a lot of fun. What is the process? Walk us through what you have to do now. What's it going to look like for the next few weeks for you? Yeah, uh, I think all that I know right now is we get uh, we got to quarantine five days wherever you are. So for me, it's here. I'll be in a hotel for five days, take a, a few COVID tests, and then I'll fly. I'm pretty sure I go all the way right down to Dallas on the 17th, and then we quarantine in our own rooms for five, six days there, and then we uh, get in, into some practices, and then obviously the tournament, and then afterward. What's the, what was the family's reaction back home when uh, they got the news that you made the team? I'm sure they were excited. Yeah, I got... Uh, I called them right as I kind of got the news, and they were all excited, very proud, obviously, and they were just pretty excited to, to get to watch me play there. All right, well, Team Canada goaltender sounds pretty good. Tyler Brennan, thanks for this. Thank you very much. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Regina Pats forward Connor Bedard is the WHL Player of the Week, presented by Journey Rewards. The 15-year-old recorded nine points at a plus-five rating in four games. And heading into the weekend, Bedard is second in the WHL in points with 26 only behind Winnipeg Ice forward and Vegas Golden Knights first-round pick Peyton Krabs. Now, Connor was scheduled to be on the show this week, but due to the untimely passing of his grandfather, we have rescheduled. WHL This Week Radio Edition sends out condolences to Connor and the entire Bedard family. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week 
Radio Edition. Zach Cotter is the manager of player development for the WHL, and he knows the 2005 draft class that we're seeing a great glimpse of this season, maybe better than anyone. And Zach joins us on the line. Boy, it's been really a glimpse into the future already here with the shortened season at the hubs and around the WHL this year. Zach, it's been pretty exciting. I mean, it's been beyond exciting. You know, you talk about those 2005 that are getting the opportunity to play right now with their respective clubs and I mean, it's it's changed. The Western Hockey League has changed quite a bit, and now these young guys, they're being expected to step into the lineup and immediately contribute. And, you know, when I was in the Western Hockey League, it was a little different, and it's just amazing to see how much confidence that, that they're able to have because it's not just that they came into the Western Hockey League and they've been playing this well. I mean, they realistically didn't play hockey this entire season. So for them to be able to do what they're doing, it's just, I mean, you're just amazed, to be honest. Yeah, and you know, you look at the 15-year-olds we have in this in the league already, and you bring up the fact that okay, we thought that maybe a couple would stand out. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about Connor Bedard, and you know, definitely Braden Yeager's had a good start in Moose Jaw there. But are, are you surprised at all with just how across the board these underage players have come in and performed? I'm yes, I'm beyond surprised at how well they're doing. I, I think it's funny. You look at. The Winnipeg starting lineup last night, it was Anderson who came over from the QMJHL. He's a 20-year-old forward, and he's on a line with a 16-year-old in Connor Geeky and a 15-year-old in Zach Benson. And that's the line that started the game last night for the Winnipeg Ice. I mean, you know, these aren't just guys who are just in there to fill roles. These are guys that are contributors. They are the guys for these teams, which is just, it just shows to how well they've trained and developed in, you know, their short period of time they've been able uh, to train at a high level, and then also for the teams to have the confidence in these guys to go out there and play. Uh, they deserve kudos, too. Yeah, for sure. The talent, you mentioned Winnipeg, they're inside the, the Regina Subway Hub there, and uh, boy, that's been just great every night, right? You have Braden Yeager, Connor Bedard, they've gone head-to-head, and uh, Connor Bedard just named to uh, Canada's under-18 team last week as a double underager here, so there's been some excitement uh, in Regina so far. Yeah, 10 WHL players on that team, uh, two goaltenders, a couple defensemen. Uh, you know, I saw Lambos was on there too. Unsure if he'll actually be able to play uh, with the injuries that he's been having, uh, dealing with this season. But, I mean, it just goes to show how, how I mean, it, you don't have to say it. Connor Bedard is definitely an exceptional player. He has shown that from the second he stepped on the ice in Regina. And he always makes the best play for the team. It's, uh, he's just a special player to watch. Yeah, he sure is. Our guest is uh, Zach Cotter, manager of player development with the WHL. Uh, as we get out of the Regina Hub into Alberta, I know that uh, the Lethbridge Hurricanes are, are really high on their 2005 class there. Yeah, you know, they, they obviously they, they sold the barn a couple of years ago, and they haven't had a lot of first-round picks coming in through there. But they got Cole Miller, who missed quite a bit of last year, was kind of a guy that when he was drafted, a lot of people thought, oh, that's a little bit of a stretch. But you know, what they see in him is the same thing they saw with Dylan Cousins. They see a guy who, you know, he's got good size, he's lanky, he's a great skater and good hockey IQ, and they really think that they've got another guy that's, that's a steal where they got him. And then up in Red Deer, actually, Kalen Lynn's also gotten a few games in with the Red Deer Rebels, and he's our first 15-year-old to get a fight. Yeah, he, uh, he had a fight. He's got nine penalty minutes, including a goal on the air. So uh, following in the footsteps of his brother in Red Deer is Kalen Lynn. 
There you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty feisty family, that's for sure. Uh, here in the BC Division, I get a chance to see Mazden Leslie out of the uh, hub in Kamloops, the REMAX hub here, and uh, he impressed me right from his very first shift. 10th overall pick in 2005, and he looks to have already comparisons to, dare, dare I say, Bowen Byram. There's a lot of hype around Mazden Leslie right now. Yeah, Mazden was another player who played U18 AAA in his draft year. Those, those players, of course, were Connor Bernard, uh, Braden Yeager and Riley Height, they all played U18 AAA. And Madsen Leslie also played U18 AAA uh, for the Lloydminster Bobcats program. And for Madsen, in his first year of what was then Bantam, now U15 AAA, it's going to take some time for us to get used to that. But he was a guy who had a point of game as a defenseman first year in the Alberta Major Bantam Hockey League, which is very impressive. And then his draft year, he was asked to play more of a defensive role and learn how to play defense with that U18 team as an underage player. And, I mean, I, I am not surprised. If you watch the highlight tapes, he is in the play every single time. He's jumping up. He, take care, he takes care of his own end. He's a big body. He's mobile, and he's tough. I mean, the Giants got a really, really good player. And, you know, I, I'm sure that uh, a lot of those young guys on Kamloops are going to get used to Mazden Leslie pretty quick here. All right, you know, you, you look at usually how under, uh, underagers come in at 15, and, and usually they're an affiliated player. They get four or five games a season, and, you know, maybe they get uh, a little bit of action here. But you think of, you know, the, the development these players are getting this season. Fast forward to that in the fall when they're full-time players in this league at 16, and how much further ahead do you think these players will be based on this experience? Light years. It's not just – it is the confidence they're going to get over this time. Confidence is crazy, and a good example of that this year, a player with confidence, he's not a young guy, he's actually a third-year player, but Jalen Lupin on the Edmonton Oil Kings, I think he had nine goals last year, he's almost at nine goals this year, and if you watch the Edmonton Oil Kings play, he is a guy who is playing with so much confidence, and you can see it, and so when I look at those 15-year-olds going home this summer, they all think I can be a star in this league next year, and that is going to be their motivating factor as they get ready for training camps in August. And quite frankly, we could see three or four 16- and 17-year-old players in the top top 10 of scoring next year. That's how good they are, and that's how much confidence I think they're going to have coming into the next season. Wow. You know, someone who's been around the league 20 years, myself, that's just uh, really hard to fathom based on, uh, you know, usually who excels at what age groups here. Zach, uh, before we let you go, I know that uh, you're also in this uh, multimedia biz. You have the WHL podcast, and you were powering through uh, during the pause uh, of the season and the restart here. So uh, great work on that, and I'm sure that'll continue on here as uh, we get further into the season. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We're doing, you know, some new stuff on Twitter too, just trying to you know, get fans a little bit more into the game and, and try to talk in a new language and, and introduce our, our product in a different way because we've got some tremendous players in this league that are so smart and, you know, we want to highlight those guys. All right, Zach, great job on that and a great breakdown of the 2005 draft born, uh, the 2005 class here. I know NHL scouts will be uh, really looking forward to their uh, draft eligibility here when we get moving on. Uh, Zach, thanks for making some time for us here on WHL this week. Hey, John. Hey, that's the show. Thanks to our guests and special thanks to Fraser Rogers in the Remax Hub in Kamloops for helping out. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.